Chapter Twenty One of the Brown Brethren. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Brown Brethren by Patrick McGill. Chapter Twenty One Resting. The night breeze sweeps La Basse Road. The night dews wet the hay. The boys are coming back again. A straggling crowd are they. The column lines are broken. There are gaps in the platoon. They'll need not many billets now for soldiers in Bethune. For lusty lads, good hearty lads, who marched away so fine, have now got little homes of clay beside the firing line. Good luck to them, Godspeed to them, the boys who march away, a swinging up La Basse Road each sunny summer day. From Soldier Songs blimey this ain't arf a blurry mat said bub changing his rifle from one shoulder to the other and straightening himself up i'm feeling my feet my heels are rubbing against sandpaper we'll soon be there now said bouty benners another half hour i remember the place well we haven't been here for how long almost a year and a half and then there were some good fellows with us old fitz and snogger and flanagan and captain thorley and billy hurd gone west the poor devils wish i'd gone west said bub whose head was tilting forward this ain't worth livin for this damn march if i did go west i wouldn't mind there's a lot of good men waitin to welcome us there we'll never drink beer with better blokes again true for you bub said bowdy brave boys the whole lot of them here spuddle i'll carry your rifle for you you look done up bub straightened himself up thanks bowdy but i'd rather carry me i myself what would these draft men think if they see me getting helped along? I'm not a rookie, Bowdy. Righto, said Bowdy with a laugh. Your independence will be the death of you one day. A halt was called at this juncture, and the men threw themselves down by the roadside. The dusk of an October evening was settling on the poplar line roadway. The spinneys on either side were wrapped in shadow, and a cold wind swept across the fields. In a farm somewhere near, a dog barked and a cart rumble along a lane the chiming of a church bell could be heard calling the faithful to prayer bowdy took off his pack lit a cigarette and sat on a milestone which bore the inscription acasal saint kilo the milestone which indicated the wrong direction had been reversed by the peasantry when war broke out in hopes of turning the german army in a wrong direction bub lay flat on his back his feet cocked up his tunic open wonder if fifi is kicking about now he said she wasn't half a bird old snogger was fair gone on her so was poor fitz bet you shall be looking for a new tommy this time why don't you go and say things to her bowdy you're a devil for fighting a devil for drinking and you're no damn good at all when a wench is about why well, hadn't my own bird back off walworth road with her barrer i'd bleed fifi a dance what about the girl at goray said bowdy benners you forgot all about walworth road when you went to see her on a stretcher with a ground sheet for a uniform bub never wanted to be reminded of this incident but at the present time he was too tired to pay any heed to bowdy's remarks at seven o'clock the platoon arrived at y farm and the men were conducted to the old barn in which a few of them had billeted before bowdy and bub sat down on the straw and took off their puttees lit their cigarettes and fumbled in their pockets for money 
fifi of course would give them soup and coffee free but they felt it becoming to them to offer money even though it was not accepted come along said bowdy lighting a fresh cigarette fifi will be waiting for us they went down the crazy stairs and across the farmyard towards the house everything about the place was the same of old the midden the, the sloughy pools the upended wagons the grunting of the pigs in the sty the restless movement of cattle in the byre and the noisy growling of the dog bub recalled the night of his return from the cafe at jean le croix that same blurry dog he said to bowdy the same look whispered bub as the two got near the door there's fifi god she hasn't half changed stout she must be married they entered fifi rushed forward to meet them and clasping bub with both arms she kissed him on the lips then she kissed pouty who blushed as red as a beetroot well i'm damned said bub you're not half a giddy one fifi she must have been working hard during the day for her hair was all untidy her linen soiled and stained her skirts in the same condition back from the trenches she asked back again said bub who could follow the remark though spoken in french trenches no bong he said plusure mon comrades mort more blisse guerre never fini the sergeant is he dead asked fifi speaking in english the bon sergeant he's dead said bub also flanagan also captain thorley mon père mort said the girl and her eyes filled with tears mort à verdun there was a long silence the two soldiers sat down near the stove fifi put a basin of soup over the fire madame babette came in from the byre her heavy shoes covered with cow dung and placed a pail of milk on the dresser she shook hands with bub and bowdy back from the trenches she inquired back for a month's rest bowdy replied i suppose you're married now fifi bub remarked fixing his eyes on the girl she did indeed look like a married woman the old sprightly manner was gone her face was pale and quiet now and a tinge of sadness had crept into her voice the old fifi the full-throated coquette of eighteen months ago had given place to a prudent housewife whose interests did not extend beyond the marches of the farm i am married she replied a good husband asked bub très bon said fifi he will be in from his work directly you've forgotten fitzgerald the irishman said bub he was a good man he's dead now killed by an obo grand fifi chuckled bub looked at bowdy and could not resist giving expression to the thoughts which came to his mind it's just like these here french birds he muttered they'll have their bit of fun with a bloke and then when he goes away it's good-bye and be damned to you and we don't care what happens to you fifi who seemed to have made great progress in her knowledge of english laughed loudly at bub's remarks then she raised a warning finger somebody had come to the door and this somebody was rubbing heavy boots on the cobbles in an endeavour to get the dirt from the soles my husband said fifi he came in stood for a moment and gazed awkwardly at the two soldiers bub stared open-mouthed at the man bowdy contracted his eyebrows and rubbed one eye with a miry finger then the other bonsoir monsieur said bub you're damned like a mate as we add old fitz i'm not surprised at that spudhole said the man coming forward and gripping both the men's hands and shaking them as if they were pump handles not a bit surprised for i am old fitz but you're dead said bub almost had been but 
luck was with me said fitzgerald still pump handling and you i heard you two were killed bowdy and bub i never expected it's damn strange what does happen we've no end of things to talk about fifi get a meal ready the best bottle of wine we have much to say it's all gushing out god it's good to see you two here fitzgerald sat down crossed his legs felt in his pockets and brought out a packet of english cigarettes have a fag bub bowdy he said laughing boyishly i've left england but i can't resist these oh damn it isn't it good to see you two here old snogger i know i saw him in the press thorley too and flanagan we'll go into the corner and have a talk we won't be disturbed and rations will be ready in no time i'm excited bowdy bub i'm off my head i'm so glad so damn glad that i could give you a punch right on the tip of your nose but you'll not understand the feelings which give rise to a manifestation of gladness such as that spudhole bub laughed blimey you're the same old fitz same as ever he said End of chapter twenty one